Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train Jared Creek coming live from the West Village of Manhattan. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. That's how this whole thing works. You tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa. They tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa. This is this is the season of J Train. We're heading into the fall. People are and and you know this is indecision season. You go in the summer. Summertime. Let me bring my guest on because I think they can relate to this. This is, you know, a uh, very hilarious comedian. Is this your first time on the show? You've I been think on it's before. my second, but it was a long time ago. It was a it long was like time, three ago. or four years ago. Holy shit! Well, welcome back. Thanks so much for having me, uh, Ariel Elias. Everyone, go follow at Ariel underscore comedy. Thank you for coming back. Thanks for having me back. I'm, tr- I'm trying to start these episodes quicker. That's I don't want nice. to go into the whole rate, review, subscribe. Like the people know the deal, but right. you know, summertime, like. It's distracting. Yeah. Well, everybody's like mostly naked. Mostly naked. So you're like, this is nice. Good to look at. Beach. Plans. People are looking to do stuff. Mm -hmm. As far as dating is concerned, there's like an element of like, I'll go out and whatever happens, happens. You're not zoning in on certain people. You can kind of zone out. I got my own things to do. Well, so you I don't... can, in the winter, you have to like, like it's so cold and dark that you like find a bar and you kind of plant yourself there. Yes. In the summer, you're like, okay, we're going to a pool party. We're going to a picnic. Then we're going to this bar, that bar. Right. Um, People We're fit going in to a beer garden. Like we're hopping do. around. Yes. And I think that like, now you get to the end of the summer and you go, okay, who am I going to? sit still with mm-hmm. I, people have called the cuffing season i think that's way later on right now we're in zone in season okay do you feel like cuffing season is like when daylight saving time ends that's yes. cuffing season okay i think i think the, the sun matters in this mm-hmm. it would be funny if they used to do daylight saving time don't they say it's because of like the farmers and shit yeah but i think that's a myth i think it was actually for like retail stores interesting yeah well we should and start the government new- <laughs> the government was just like well if we say it's for farmers nobody's gonna argue no one's gonna be yeah they have to do it <laughs> yeah they, listen if you you don't want to work the plow you would just deal right. you know just be th- thankful it's not you yeah <laughs> has to do with yeah i think it'd be interesting if they were like we're changing it for dating yeah oh i love right? that so it's like we change the hour to like fit dating uh-huh. this is off the top of my head i don't know when i would do this but like okay we're gonna make it darker earlier you know starting now and then you know like maybe like now season because then people go oh okay we have to like figure out our relationships we gotta find someone right who am i gonna snuggle with under a blanket right i also like the the idea of daylight saving time being the cutoff because it's like that's right before halloween Mm. so you're like okay what's our couple's costume right <laughs> who's gonna be the peanut butter to my jelly exactly who's gonna yeah. we, we need to figure this out right who's gonna be the bob to my burger right bob burger are you a bob's burger fan um like i i wouldn't say like fan fan mm-hmm. but like i love it on in the background it's a is that because of the sound of it is it a is, i've never watched it but i know it is referenced by people who like to be known as a Bob's Burger fan. Oh, okay. I'm not that. I don't think I'm like a fan of anything. I'm mm. like definitely depressed, but... Um, <laughs> so, fan of nothing. I feel like nothing depression. intensely, but yeah. um, I think for me, any show where like a family loves each other mm. is like intensely comforting for me. Really? So yeah. that's interesting. Like, okay, so Roseanne. Yeah, I never watched Roseanne okay. growing up, but like... Um, your Shits Creeks. Okay. Your Bob's Burgers. Um, like I bring up Roseanne because as a child, I remember seeing the look of it and being like, "This scares me. It disgusts me. I can't watch it." Okay. Like why? I, even though that's a family that loved each other, I just I I think I was looking at that being like, "No, their furniture depresses me. I need to go to a world that is, um." aspirational Mm, interesting you know what i mean like i like like i watched two and a half men i've been watching like repeats of two and a half men recently and it got that show got a lot of shit it's a funny show it has some funny jokes it's got jokes there's some good 
jokes. I would say the same for Big Bang Theory. There's some solid jokes. Right. Big Bang Theory, I, I guess like when I watch Two and a Half Men, I go, I want to live at this house. Okay. Part of it is the escapism of living on the beach, like that Charlie lives on the beach. I'm like, oh, that is, I need that a part of it. Like if okay. they lived at a, you know, a one bedroom studio <laughs> and they were like, let's talk about chicks. I'd be like, I can't, I don't want to be in this world. What about now if you watched Roseanne, do you think it would still feel the same way? Because now I feel like after living in New York for eight years, mm-hmm. it's like any house. I watched the Golden amazing. Girls uh, recently and... I loved every second of it. Golden it, Girls, I mean, it takes place in Miami. So it's like, I, it's, even though it's not like a Miami show, sure, that alone. Well, it should be sadder than it is. It's three women who have to live together. Four. Four women, you're right, who have to live together to make rent right. at 85 years old. And you're like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> None of us right. should want this. But then you're like, I like how much they like each other. And they're like dating. There's another part of Golden Girls where like dating is a big part. I couldn't, I can't believe watching now that people are like, just like relating to the dating issues of 80 year old women. It is. I mean, it's, I think it's because it's this universal thing that like, even when you're 70 and living in Miami and it's 1980, dating is still trash. Still hard. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's never better. And like your friends are the ones who are going to get you through it. Yeah. I mean, and, and I, I don't know. I watched that show and like Blanche is like, supposedly like like a loose woman yeah like and you're and we all just went with it we were all like yeah Hell get yeah. it i love it i do too i don't I, I the male version of it wouldn't be as fun to watch i i do think of like if there was golden men <laughs> i watch yeah these guys talking about the women that they're trying to get with yeah, I th- I think I might watch that, but I'm also like married to basically an old man who wants to live in Miami. So you are. So you yeah. you're married. Yeah. And how long have you guys been married? We've been married for a little over a year. How has that been? How do you feel as a married woman? Do you ever have a moment where you go, "I'm a fucking married"? Sometimes woman? there are times where like I'll just be like, "I'm somebody's wife." Right. Like that's crazy. Because I also still feel sometimes like I can't believe I'm old enough to like have sex. You yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, <laughs> like how am I married to somebody? I've been having that feeling with seeing friends' kids that are like, oh yeah, uh, like. Operating humans. Yeah, I saw today there were these kids, and they like my friend posted like had to brag them with Shirley Temples to get them to smile. I'm like, they're being negotiated with. Like that's crazy. <laughs> You're like manipulating yeah. them. That's how old they are. <laughs> at that age, I ha- at my birthday, we our friends brought their kid, and he's old enough that I taught him how to play bullshit. How do you play bullshit? It's like a card game. Right. It's, I remember this. Oh, you get I have to lie, two so it's like really fun to play with yeah. kids. He's like eight. So wow. we were just like, but I think like if I was married to anybody else, I mm-hmm. would be like freaking the fuck out. But like every time I think of that, it's like, but I love him. Like he's the best. Sure. He's like the, the right person. I, I'm, I'm enjoying my time with him. Do you guys yeah. want to have kids? Yeah, probably yeah. at some point. Every time, like, I think I'm at a point right now, like, this is like a little braggy, but like, I feel like my career like just took a little step up. It's great. So I'm like not Well, you're on this podcast. (laughs) Hey baby. So things have happened. Um, Second time. Second time. It always happens on the second time. Yeah. I think this is going to be the bump. Yeah. yeah, yeah. At Ariel underscore comedy. Go follow. She's hilarious. You're going to love her. Go, go, go. We want to make sure we add kerosene to this inferno of a career that's already (laughs) happening. No, I understand that. You've become comfortable. Yeah, but I'm not like com- like I'm not comfortable to the point where I'm like, oh, I could sit out for six months. Oh, I understand. That. So like the idea also of like walking home late at night from the cellar pregnant is like a terrifying. You know, like right. that subway station is like scary enough. Yeah, I don't know if I want to be like visibly vulnerable. No. So I don't really know like when it's gonna happen. I still have a couple more years, but mm-hmm. he's a little older, so I don't know. I'm just well. Listen, we want to get Ariel to the next 
space. I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's space of life. You know, I, I guess you go, when could I do it? Does it fit in? It, you know, it becomes less romantic and more practical at a certain point. Like I, I've done that with yeah. kind of like marriage. Like, oh, I could be married right now. You know, like I wouldn't be in this, you know, shoebox. <laughs> I'd be somewhere else, but I would figure it out I think but. yeah I think everything as you get old I mean it's a little sad that it like becomes less romantic and whatever but it's like even sex becomes a little bit more like all right when do we have time get it like, in let's yeah we have to we need to do this we should do this right we should <laughs> <laughs> I, I think people have that feeling of marriage babies yeah, sex. Yeah, yeah. it goes under a whole thing well, people, listen, go follow Ariel. We have a great, so many good emails. Send in your emails, jtrampodcast at gmail.com. On the, on the subject of shows, uh, if you're in Washington, D.C. this weekend, I am there. The thir- As of taping, the Thursday show sold out, but there's tickets available. Um, go to jaredfree.com. I'm also, I've added Phoenix and I've added Buffalo. Phoenix, Buffalo, Chicago. These are big cities, people. If I can't sell tickets there, I should just take a shovel, dig a hole, and lay in it and bury myself. Like that, you, you need to come. So, and bring your friends. I got a whole act. I got a whole, I got a lot of jokes. I, I can do crowd work. Look, look at it. I'm trying to sell myself. <laughs> I can make balloon animals. I, you know, come. The shows are fun. Detroit, um, Albany. Milwaukee, Baltimore, Richmond, jaredfree.com. Bring your friends. If you've been before, come again. Bring a new group. Bring the family. Bring the the parents, the mamas, the papas, the sisters, the brothers, (laughs) anyone. um, We're going to make them laugh. I will run into the crowd, and I will tickle them if they don't start laughing. So jaredfree.com for tickets. Um, Yeah, I'm going to tape something soon. So if you're watching on YouTube, you're already there. I'd like you to become a YouTube subscriber for the things that are coming soon. That's shitty. I understand. You're like, well, I don't use YouTube. Well, give it a shot. YouTube.com slash Jared Shelby's here. Shelby's putting up videos every day. We're, we're down in the mine shaft working. We got to, you know, just cranking away. So go and follow on YouTube. Uh, should I pay for a vacation I didn't take? Uh, Jared, wise Jared, and hilarious wise guest of Jared. Wow, thank you. Hope You're welcome. You know. Thank you. Yeah, th- not every week are they wise. This is a wise week. Okay, thank you for being the outlet I can turn to in t- times of need. I'm struggling with a situation right now. Can't tell whether I'm being a bitter bitch or I'm justified in my feelings. Here's the background. For the past 10 plus years, my family has done a beach vacation every summer. We rent a condo on the beach. We all pile in the house for a week. It's fun, crowded, lovely, and is the only time my whole family gets to be in the same place during the year. This sounds wonderful. Yeah. Right? This sounds like a sitcom that I would watch about a family that loves each other. Absolutely. This is the opposite of Roseanne. It's on the beach. It's two and a half men meets Roseanne. It's aspirational. It's Golden Girls. We're in. However... This year, I got COVID the week before the trip and didn't end up going with my family. Obviously, I was bummed. Yeah, it sucks. About missing time with my nieces, nephews, siblings, etc. And bummed about missing beach time. But here's where I'm really struggling. I paid for mine and my husband's share of the beach house a few months ago when we made the reservations. And I kind of want to ask for that money back since we didn't actually get to go. Mm. For more context, we paid about $600 for our share. We split the cost evenly amongst all the adults who come to the beach each year. We're in our 30s, no kids. The rest of my siblings, cousins, all older than me, some married, some with kids. I know $600 doesn't seem like that much in the grand scheme of things, but also it's not an insignificant amount of money, especially when it kind of seems like we just threw that money away and I didn't get to reap any of the benefits. On the other hand, I feel like it would be such a hassle for the group to try and reimburse us for our share. Like, I don't even know how that would happen. Would everyone have to Venmo us a random amount of money to cover the difference of what they would have paid had we never been planning on coming on the first place i don't know jared i need help should i ask for our money back if so how would you recommend even broaching the subject or should i just drop it uh, curse the covid gods and be happy that my family got to stay in a dope beach house without me Ariel, what do you think? I think you just eat the money. I'm really? so sorry. This uh, a similar thing just happened to me. Not <clears throat> not for COVID reasons, but I was supposed to go on a bachelorette party for mm-hmm. like my best friend since I was like in first grade. Like I'm officiating their wedding. Yeah. And my flight kept getting canceled. Okay. And I couldn't get there. Okay. And we like all paid in for a house. We all paid in for like a male stripper. You know, right. like we did all of that. But it's like the m- amount of money that I paid very fortunate but the amount of money that i paid 
is not life changing. It was consumable. It was consumable. Right. I was planning on spending that money. Does it suck that I didn't get the experience? Yes, absolutely. But like, but she's right. It's such a hassle. And like, I think when, okay. No, go ahead. Please go ahead. I think when you're in these trying times, right. There is this like, inherent knowledge of like there are risks right like like it's very possible every trip every plan you make like doesn't isn't gonna happen i'm so mad at this family they should have yeah they, they should have just said like here's your money back. yeah this is uh, two people <laughs> didn't show up sure and uh, things just went so let's start with your family is a bunch of douchebags but Money doesn't occur to them. So this is actually playing to her favor. Money doesn't occur to them. That's okay. I agree. The bachelorette party is different because all of these people don't know each other. That's fair. That's fair. So it's harder to go, hey, people. Like, I think the bachelorette party should have gone, hey, Ariel didn't make it. We should get her back, you know, the the, the housing Mm. Like I would have, someone should have said something. We are paying less with, by virtue of, you know, her being involved in the numbers. Like someone should have said something. If I'm this person, here's what helps them. They take the trip every year and they know everybody. Mm -hmm. You go to, I think you say something. I understand why not saying something, but I think you say something and you go to your, you go to the, the relative that is the cheapest. <laughs> okay. So a grandparent probably. It's a grandparent. Uh-huh. Whoever the mom or dad, whoever like does the bills, like there's always the bill parent. Right. You go to the bill parent and you go, hey, um, we, we, I know you guys had a, I, we're so upset we missed the trip. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do about the $600? Right. And you say, what are we going to do? Sure. I would, here's my solution. Next year, you take $600 off your tab. Yeah, I was going to say, or, yeah, instead of having everybody Venmo you. Right. Either, if you can wait for the $600, either that, or, like, when you go next year, like, you guys don't pay for food. Right. You, you know, you food, don't pay for dinners. Or, or the, you know, the house is going to cost, oh, it's $700 each, but... We'll give our hundred right, right, right. to make up plus the six hundred that we didn't get involved in last year. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it should come back. I, but I do think if you approach and you don't say to the bill parent, "Hey, I'm so mad." It's just, "Hey, we missed the trip. Right. What are we gonna do? So How are we gonna figure this out?" Assume that you guys have talked about this already. Yeah. Hey, I hope the trip was good. I'm so upset we missed it. So what are we going to do about the $600? Right. And you wait until after the trip. Yeah, after the trip. Of course. After the trip, what are we going to do? Now we're working together. And then your, your, your parent that didn't think of you, you go, they go, oh, shit. What are we going to do? Yeah. Make man. them feel a part of it. Isn't that so emblematic of like how much I'm desperate to avoid confrontation? But I was just like, sorry, you're <laughs> sorry. out $600. You're done with money. It's done. It's over. Don't talk I, to them about it. <laughs> but this is going to be on their mind for a year. Like, and I, I, I just, the idea of saying nothing, like, I just don't understand how, like, people keep going when something is so obvious to me. Like, how did no one at that family trip say, hey, we're all making money? Like, they're avoiding. Uh-huh. But we also don't know that they weren't discussing that. Like, how? Do no, we, we don't know. Yeah. Do we know how long after this trip this person wrote this? We don't know those okay. answers. Because I, it's it's very possible they have like like if the trip is happening now, right. it's entirely possible that they're discussing this, trying to figure out like how to make this right for her. You right, know, like we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. But this person is writing into us, so yes. it has like I would involve them in this conversation. Like I, I with money matters, I think everyone has just such a different connection to it. And right. here's the other thing: you got siblings with kids. They were getting a free ride to begin with. What do you mean? If 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 I I don't know you know six hundred bucks I don't know how they split this house to begin with right. But if it was even amongst all the adults, then oh I my assumption is that it would be based on like how many rooms are you taking up? 
I would think that too. But if they're not even mentioning, you know, sure. then, then I There's don't know a lot what of details they know. we don't know here. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com here with Ariel Elias at Ariel underscore comedy. Go follow, go follow. So funny. Hinge update question. We're sponsored people. Before we get into Indochino, talking about money, people. Indochino is, it's wedding season, um, and y- y- listen, you need a suit. Here's the worst part about going to any formal event. In your mind, you're going, I hope it fits. Mm-hmm. I hope it fits. It fit the last time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to not worry about it till the next time. And you know what? You get to, the, what, a day before it, and then you try it on, you go, Hey, this is the, the this is the ship I have to sail off on. I have no and and what I'm saying to you right now is that male, female, whatever you identify as, you want to feel good in the clothes you wear, and nothing feels better than made to order. MTO Indochino is an MTO hotspot. Okay, you can get the shirt made to your exact body specifications you can get the jacket made to all the orders that you want you can get the pants with one leg a little bit shorter than the other you can do whatever you'd like because it's going to fit you and it's going to feel you're going to be a better person this is a better person i and you can do i listen every suit Create a suit that fits you and your style perfectly. The website is easy to use. I can't tell you. If you do a gift card, this is like an amazing gift. I'm telling you right now, get this, get involved. If you've got a big day coming up, and it could be anything. Listen, you know, Rosh Hashanah, and if you're of the Jewish persuasion, the high holidays is like when you put on a suit each year. Oh, yeah. And I have horrific memories of <laughs> of the night before that of figuring out Ugh. what could fit get ahead now get ahead if you got a big day coming up get the perfect look uh is is no big deal with indochino get $50 off any purchase of 3.99 or more by using promo code jtrain at indochino.com that's $50 off a purchase of 3.99 or more at i n d o c h i n o.com promo code jtrain what an amazing offer. What a way to get ahead. Love it. Don't, okay. Don't, can I give a, a copywriting? Th- don't change Don't change your body to fit the suit. Right. Change the suit to fit your body. That's right. And that's really important because even when you use, when you get like lose weight and you wear the old bigger suit, mm-hmm. that don't look right either. No. And then you have to like... Go and get it tailored. Do I even have a tailor in my neighborhood? That's a real old timey job. Garbage. How long is it going to take them? Are the is the turnaround going to be fast enough, or am I just going to gain the weight back in that turnaround? No, no, no. The, you're exactly right. Indochino promo code J train fifty dollars off three ninety nine or more. That's like we're giving you free money. Hinge update question. Okay. Jared and guests, thanks for all the great work you do. Maybe this update isn't that new, but I have a question about this Hinge feature. I noticed a new dating intentions on people's profile. I included a screenshot of the options. I have two questions. One being, does it matter to guys what I put? I struggle to believe that if I were to select life partner that it would actually deter men who only want hookups. But maybe I'm just cynical. And the second question is, what does long-term relationship open to short mean i've noticed a lot of men have selected this option and it seems weird to me is it just saying that they are looking for a long-term relationship but still down to fuck thanks for all your insight and i have the dating intentions um so here are the choices okay life partner Long-term relationship, long-term relationship open to short, short-term relationship open to long, short-term relationship, figuring out my dating goals, prefer not to say. What do you think? Or you can hide it. You can have no, nothing showing whatsoever. What do you think about this update? I guess my first question is, what's the difference between long-term relationship and life partner? Yeah, I don't know. Those feel redundant. Right. Um... Life partner, I guess, these are only for women. All Mm -hmm. of these things are only for women. I mean, short-term relationship, I I don't even know what that means. Like, Well, I I mean, it's definitely a way of saying like... Casual. Yeah, 
like here to hook up. Right. That's the only one that matters. That's the only one that you can be honest. See, um, well, that's the default, right? Right. Is like hook up. Right or no? No, you know, I to me the default in and and we don't want to admit this is the default for anyone on a dating app is I'm here to see what's out there right. and hopefully one of you people ends up as the person I want to be with forever. Right. Like there's hope in it. Now, there's people that will do a lot of things to get to that hopeful person. And everyone is different. There's some people that feel okay having sex with random people until the day before they find the person <laughs> they would go off to be their life partner. Sure. There's some people that go, I don't, I'm not having sex with anybody and, until I, it's the right person and I know that we are consistently seeing each other and it's heading towards somewhere. Mm -hmm. This is not acknowledging the elephant in the room that is the physical part of relationships mm -hmm. and how the physical part mm -hmm. relates to how I, anyone, dates. And that's where it lets people off because this is people going, I want to, uh, but they said they were, uh, they were looking, you know, th this is for people that have had sex with someone and then the person goes, hey, I don't, I'm not looking I'm not for anything looking serious and right. that's their excuse to get out of it. Right, right, right. Right, because I'm not looking for anything serious doesn't really mean I'm not looking for anything serious. It means I'm not looking for anything serious with you. Exactly. So. I I mean, I think you're, I would just put prefer not to say. I think. I, I would have it off the profile. Yeah. To me, this is for, you know. Oh, yeah. Hidden, hidden on profile. Hidden actually. off yeah, the yeah, profile. Yeah, hidden on profile. Here's what we have to remember with the dating apps. They were invented by low personality losers <laughs> just a bunch of tech nerds right. who don't know how to fuck male tech nerds. yeah male tech nerds who wanted to fuck right but who have no idea how and don't want to get turned down right and they want efficiency every day every app on your phone is about efficiency postmates get the food to me quicker you know without me having to put my credit card uber right. No taking out of money, no exchange of money. You know, the driver knows where you're going before you get in the mm -hmm. car, the, or as you get in the car. And this is no different. So, what were the inventors looking to do? Fuck more efficiently. Sure. And those were nerds who couldn't fuck efficiently. So you have an app that is now being used by everybody, as most things. The jocks have gotten in control. And us jocks, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are using you it, jocks. Us jocks, yep. us cool uh -huh. kids are using it to our advantage, right? And sitting behind our charm that allows us to, you know, use this as we will. The, it it does feel like a lose lose thing for women to put on their profile. Absolutely. Men, you do whatever you want. Right. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter. But a woman puts that on her profile. Either they see like, oh, she wants a long-term relationship. Pass. Right. Because she's just going to be in it too fast. And I don't want that. Or she's going to put like short-term relationship, like here to hook up. And they're just like, mm, and, well, or mm. that's, to or me, that's all they want. The, to me, putting I'm here for casual on the dating app or short-term relationship is drenching yourself in blood and jumping into a shark tank. <laughs> yes, is, yes, yes, yes. Right, think that's great. because all the sharks are like, I'm gonna eat that that yeah. chick right now. Right. I would also say, saying I'm here for a long term relationship is another version of giving away too much. Now a guy knows how to woo you. Mm -hmm. They can and, love bomb you, right? They can. I've been watching a lot of F Boy Island lately. So they you can, get it? Yeah, I got it. And here's the thing: I don't think people are that dastardly. Like I don't think people are that maniacal. Like I think it's somewhere in the middle. So I don't think guys are going on there like only swiping right on looking for a relationship. I do think they're swiping right on more people than you're swiping right on. Then they get a match and they go, oh, looking for casual. Boom, I'm definitely talking to her. I'm right. definitely going to make a shot, take a shot at this one. I do think if they're swiping right and they see looking for long-term relationship, they go, 
good for them. Yeah. And they're going to go, well, how into it am I? They'll talk to you or they won't talk to you. And I don't think you're going to find as many men who are like, okay, time to love bomb so I can get my fucking. So I guess it also depends on what she wants, because if it's a if if she wants to play it as a numbers game. Right. Of like, I just want as many people to swipe right on me as possible yeah i'm like yeah man put fucking short-term relationship and then see where you like I, if, if you can fix him you right. know like if you're like my personality is so amazing which i bet it is she listens sure. to the show i bet she's amazing gotta be cool she might be us like cool kids yeah yeah, yeah. Right. us jocks <laughs> us jocks that listen to this podcast <laughs> um you know i go to this i go to this bar and meet this person this person's just gonna be like into me because why wouldn't they be right i i you know it's 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 funny you say that it's like it's it's all about what can you take Mm -hmm. so it's like how good are you at this game yeah what's your strategy what's your strategy if you can strategize if you can put emotional stuff aside and Mm -hmm. really strategize this then you could put looking for short term get as many matches as possible not fuck these guys and you know decide on whoever you want and then when they go well I thought you were looking for casual you go well I've changed my mind I want to be dating you right some a lot of people can't do that and I understand that but if you could you're gonna find you're gonna find a a, a match okay there's gonna be a lot of sharks a lot of sharks if you can't um, put long, I'm looking for long term relationship that will ward people away not as much as it would ward um, women who don't want short term that mm. see it on a male's profile. Okay, like if a guy had sh- looking for short term, I would assume women would look at that and go, "I'm gonna unmatch. I'm not looking for that." Yeah, unless you've just gotten out of a breakup. Yeah, and there. they should. I, yeah. you know, like you, if you, if a man says looking for short term, believe him. Right. If a woman says looking for <laughs> the great Maya Angelou once said, believe yeah. that. Yeah, believe men. Right. Believe all men. <laughs> if if a guy writes, like looking for the one she referenced, looking for short term but open to long, looking for long term but open to short, that's like the introvert, outrovert version of I don't I'm just trying to be everything I don't fucking know what the fuck I'm Outrovert? Doing. A- extrovert? <laughs> external vert? It what should is it? be outrovert you're absolutely outrovert. right. What is it? What is it? It's extrovert but extrovert. It sh- you're right if it's introvert it should be outrovert. Right. Um, Thank you. Yeah 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 that's just somebody who like wants everything. Yeah it's someone who doesn't want to answer the question but doesn't want to hide it or right. say prefer not to say. It should say I've I, I tried this as a bit but it should be who you would have, what you would be comfortable with uh, sexually. What do I mm-hmm. mean by that? So like, um, I could have sex with someone I don't see a long-term future with. Right. You should answer that way. I could have sex with someone uh, with multiple people at the same time that I expect no future with. Right. I can have sex with only one person at a time and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that I do see a future with. You right. know, it should be about that. And or all like, of this is I avoiding. have sex with people and I can only have, like, I get emotional attachments to everybody I have sex with. Right. Which is, like, totally valid. Totally valid, totally fair. And it, I think if you knew these things, and it should be like you could check multiple yeah. ones. Like, oh, I could have sex, like, um, I could go on a first date and have sex with someone and never see them again. That could happen. Right. Doesn't happen all the time, but you know, that could happen. I you I would be more comfortable avoiding a date with someone who has that on the table than someone who doesn't have it on the table at all if yeah. it's not on the table for you. You're right. This is like corporate speak for very that. much. It's so. like corporate jargon for like what you like. J train podcast at gmail.com, J train podcast at gmail.com. Here with Ariel Elias at Ariel underscore comedy. Go follow. It's gonna be all over my Instagram. If you're listening right now. I started a new J Train podcast Instagram account. Oh. Yeah, it's growing. Um, it's, you know, I, I like it because I was, I, I needed to separate me from the podcast. Of course. Right. I wanted to give people, you know, an option to say, it's almost like a business card. Like if you're looking to share this podcast, you can go, here, look it. There's the podcast page. I'm making this easier on you. This is about you. You're welcome. Yeah, now you don't have to watch a stand-up. Right. Good for you. You can come to a live show, jaredfree.com. Which you Coming to Chicago, Phoenix. These are big cities, huge towns. If I can't sell you in your town, I'm leaving. 
You should go. I opened for Jared once. I opened for you once, and it was so fun. We had a good time. We had a great time. It was um, it was a much smaller potato show. Where it was, was it? I think it was Fairfield, Connecticut. Yes. In that hotel where they would just like have people, but that, but it was that it was so hotel. Fun. You could bring coolers. Yes, and people. Sh- yeah, it was they BYOB. Did. People, I've never seen people so hammered. People get fucked up. So fucked up, but they were also great. But they were still they were great. It was they were fun. fun. I'll be back fun in Connecticut shows. at some point. The the shows are always fun. I had someone in the crowd that was pretty drunk and she was interrupting and we just made fun of her the whole night. And it was fun. Like she was swirling a glass <laughs> with white wine and she was like hitting on me. Was she me. wearing a coat made out of Dalmatians? Yes. <laughs> she, <laughs> it's a real villain move. She, to just... Just look, she kept being, she was like trying to flirt with me and like you could tell like, uh, and she's like, but she was just talking. Sometimes people just talk and I, so I was like, hey, and so I got through a bit and I like looked at her, I go, everyone around you you've ruined all of their time nobody wants to listen to you and she's like what you know (laughs) swirling and her friend was like annoyed you could tell like ever i was speaking for the group and she's like well we're talking about where we're going afterwards and i was like where are you going afterwards she goes the rnv bar and i go cool she goes you should come and i go Okay, um, I'm not going to come. Well, when she said you should come, the whole crowd went, ooh. <laughs> like, a li- sick, like a moment on Two and a Half Men to right. tie it back when they're kissing. <laughs> Except we're not ooh. at the beach. We're in Dayton, Ohio. Uh, and well, I go, I looked at the crowd. I go, I go, how sad do you guys think I am? <laughs> and I then you're like, like, don't answer that. Don't answer right. that. <laughs> I was like, how much confidence do you think I need to go convince the woman that ruined the show for people? Yeah, that's so funny. Plans greater than baby photos. Jared Shelby and guest. I'm a woman in my early 30s in a serious relationship, and a lot of my female friends are married and some have kids. We're all living 30 to 45 minutes from each other now. I understand the moms and wives' worlds have shifted. We all live. Uh, we are all living further from each other and have more commitments. But I'm just trying to find to make some plans to hang out. Baby's invited too. I frequently try via text with a group. One mom, one non-mom, always inconsistent responding. One non-mom slash good at responding. So we got a group chat of four. Mm-hmm. Mom, two non-moms, but one's responsive, one's not. Have recently met with no direct response or pics of the baby or... Um, and have recently been met with no no direct response or pics of the baby or sorry I'm busy, but no attempt to pick a date even if it's for later in the summer. It's so blatant that one of my friends pointed out and is going to try with the group. Also, the mom friend added me as a viewer of her shared album for her children without me asking. Now I'm trapped and can't figure out how to mute notifications for that album. How the heck do I manage this new phase for my friends and mute that album? Thanks. Not a wife, not yet a mom either. What do we think? Uh, I, Are you in this situation? Yes, 100%. Yeah. I have friends with babies. I have a, 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 a new niece. Okay. I'm getting, I get a lot of baby pictures. Sure. The true, look, I love my niece. Mm-hmm. I love my friend's babies. The honest answer is like, I don't really care that much. Right. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's a baby. It's They're a baby. cute. It's fine. Uh, unless but, the baby is dressed up in something funny. Or something I that care. I got the baby. Right. Um, but. <laughs> God, what a fucking My narcissist. chosen fashion. Yeah. <laughs> but what I recognize it as is like when you're a new parent, mm-hmm. you have very little bandwidth, very little time, very little ability to like still reach out to your friends. You're exhausted all the time mm-hmm. and like responsible for somebody else's life. Mm-hmm. So these pictures that they're sharing with me is their way of saying like, I still want you in my life. I just don't have time to hang out with you or talk to you. <laughs> right. This is, and and this is why people get, you know, feel the need to get pregnant at the same time. Mm-hmm. This is why people want to be on the same schedules as their friends because you're going to lose these friends. Yeah. At uh, least for a little while. Right. At least until until the kid can go to daycare. Think of who your parents hung out with, you know, when you grew up. It was the people, you know, parents that were had kids around your age. Yeah. And you didn't notice it because 
again, we're all narcissists. We're all sitting there going, <laughs> wow, my friend's parents and my parents really hit it off. Yeah. Thank, you know, good for us. Right. You know, like, funny how that worked out. You know, it worked out because of socialization and this is why people, you know, do certain things. This is why, you know, I think women naturally, you know, feel that pressure more. Like, I, you know, I guess I could go the rest of my life with no friends and just kind of like, <laughs> Like most men, like lose all the friends. Huh. Like think really? of dads. What you know, my dad, nobody. Yeah, I guess. I think my, more. My maybe it's different now, but my dad has like had like a couple, but he, right. my, but my dad's like not a social person at all. Like he's just not. But we're that. two people in this room talking about two dads that happen to be not sure. social. So like, and they said, you know, I I think. You do what your wife does, mm -hmm. and we have plans tonight. Right, right, right. Right, yes. and you go, okay, I guess I'm going. I'll meet this husband. Right. You know, like, I don't know. I just, when I see this, like, this person has to be, and it's the last person that has to deal with everyone else moving on because they're on the island yeah. that they used to live on. Right, they're still living in the city and all their friends have moved to the burbs. Right. If I was this person, here's my solution. They need to make their own plans with new people. Mm -hmm. If they can't find new people, they need to make new plans and say, I, and all you say to your friends, I'm doing this, you guys are more than welcome. Absolutely. That's it. Or, you, yes, you do that. If you, um, you make it as easy as possible for mm -hmm. those, for your mom friends to have you in their life. Like, right. I think you do a like, hey, how would you feel about like me coming over to see the baby? Sure. On this date? Like, how would that? <laughs> so unprofessional. Okay. <laughs> um, it's just like, yes, you need to find new friends, which is not to say like cut out your old friends. Right. It's just to say that like, the ways in which you used to express like your friendship have to change. Right. And, and yeah, it's, it's the, the salesmanship. It's gotta be different. Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm down to come over for to see the baby yes. this weekend. Also saying the babies are invited to, that's not you selling them. They don't want that. They, you know, <laughs> just I'm doing this. You guys are more than welcome. You could even give some fake plans. I would give them like six fake plans that you would like to do. <laughs> hey, I'm doing these things this month. You guys are invited to any of these mm -hmm. that interest you. Then they can pick and choose. I'd like to do that. Now you're doing that. You know, it's a real salesman tactic if you want to use it. And if you have this kind of like disposable income mm. is you go, hey, we're doing this at my place. There will be a babysitter there. Ooh, we're going to have a baby corner. There's going to be a baby corner. I have hired a nanny for right. three hours. So come, th then they will come. Come one, come all. Yes. Yeah, you got to do a lot more come one, come all events. And here's what I would do about the baby pictures. You got to start sending pictures to the group too. Yep. You got to start sending pictures that would be as annoying for them <laughs> as the baby pictures are for you. And I'm yeah. trying to think of like what those pictures, food you've cooked, meals you're Absolutely. having. You should actually be sending them pictures of things you do that you can only do because you don't have a baby. Yes. Trips you're taking, sunsets, mm -hmm. staying out late, a penis picture of a random lover you Oh, found. yeah. Like, oh, do, yeah. send them the pictures that they're missing out on as a mom. Yeah. Do you have a pet? Right. Nobody cares about your pet nope. pictures, but send them send anyway. Them. Is there a squirrel in your neighborhood who yeah. visits your windowsill? Right. Take pictures of that squirrel, baby. There Let her go. know you've made a new friend and there and this squirrel doesn't care about its it's kids. the squirrel chat. J train podcast at gmail.com, J train podcast at gmail.com here with Ariel Elias at Ariel underscore comedy. We're sponsored, people. The summer months are here. Time to stay fueled and hydrated. Making hydration a priority helps us feel healthier in our everyday lives. One stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. I love liquid IV. 
I love it because you don't have to be that person with the 70-gallon water bottle anymore. <laughs> you can have a one regular-sized water bottle, and it will hydrate you and make you feel great. If you're hungover, this is a great hangover solution. This is great for the hot summer months. Uh, low, 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 you know, the, as far as having, like, you know, calories you're not having a Gatorade. Do you know a Gatorade has like 200 calories? That is an, I have never been shocked by something more in my entire, the idea that I was drinking like a half a Subway sub is like <laughs> insane. Liquid IV is a great low calorie option to hydrate you and it tastes delicious. Um, and it contains five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, vitamin C, made with premium ingredients. Liquid IV is free from gluten, dairy, and soy. Uh, it, it, listen, it's all tech all the time. Again, we talked about efficiency. This is about efficiency, getting hydrated quicker so you can live your life and live it fuller. Grab your Liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 15% off when you go to liquidiv.com code JTrain at checkout. That's 15% off anything you order when you shop better hydration today using promo code JTrain at liquidiv.com. Love that. I genuinely want that. It's really good. I actually, I have some for you. I'll give you some on the Really? Way. Yeah. I've become so... I realized like I'm so much less fun than I used to be because mm. now just like two glasses of wine and I'm hungover for a day. Right. But... Someone asked me the other day, like, why don't you get hungover? I'm like, I'm an alcoholic. That's why. <laughs> if you drink forever, yeah, I can't. you don't get the hangover. But I've drank less lately. I'm okay with the two drinks. I had two drinks Saturday night, and I was like, Yeah, buzzing. I'm cool with two drinks. It's just that even with that, feel? the next morning, I still feel bad. If you have a liquid IV before bed... I'm going to do Golden. it. Golden. I'll give you some on the okay, way thanks, out. Jay. Renewed friendships. Jared, big fan. Love your content, all the podcasts. I write this to you because I'm in a predicament. I'm in my late 30s, and men from my past have lately been coming out of the woodwork. Oh. Have you had this? Um, I, I don't think I've had this yet, but I know it will come. It, it is something. Social media. I've had some. You know what? I haven't had like men re- like old men from actually that's a lie i just got a facebook message three days ago yes it is happening what was the message it was a lot it was from this guy i used to date in college um who was just like he saw one of my videos like reminded him of something like let me know what he's up to see this is the thing let's remember social media was created by not social people yeah so it is how would a nerd want to get in touch? Yeah. Via the back doors, like, psst, remember me. Yeah. Now us cool people have access to those things. <laughs> us jocks. Us jocks. And and it's happening. I This is men whom I've either fr- been friends with for years or dated when we were younger, just haven't spoken to a while, but we follow each other on social media. I've developed feelings for one as a result, which wouldn't be the worst thing. They're great people and check all my boxes except for one very important uh, note. They are taken, married, engaged, etc. I'm of the belief that it's absolutely okay to have friends of the opposite sex regardless of relationship status, but given the nature of these conversations via text, social media, messages, etc., there's significant others likely do not know about our renewed quote-unquote friendship. Mm -hmm. I try my best to keep things at an appropriate level. When we chat, they do not always keep it PG. But again, our history sometimes makes it difficult. This honestly bums me out because things with these guys did not end badly in any way. And again, they are not bad people. I acknowledge that this correspondence between us isn't completely kosher either. But why are they reaching out to me? I do enjoy reconnecting, but I wonder if there's something missing in their relationships. Meanwhile, I am single and hope to find someone great soon. But one of these men in particular has really got me feeling some kind of way. And it has me super bummed out that he is supposed to be getting married through a date, though a date hasn't been set. Mm. I guess my question is, why do taken men seem to be seeking me out is something missing in their relationships are they actually having some kind of feelings for me what is the deal here i would love a man's perspective thank you so much wishing all the feathers you can get what do you think well i want to hear a man's perspective um she is adventure she is safe adventure she is someone that to their significant other they can say they have a reason to connect with oh we were already connected Mm -hmm. you know it's not friending a new person and then creating a whole new relationship. This is someone who has said yes to their naked body at some point uh-huh. in the past. So they know they are, have had a track. Men never think you 
run out of attraction for them. That's hilarious. Never. <laughs> it's the truth. Men think, you think if you swipe right once, you have swiped right forever because so we funny. feel that way about you. That's hilarious. It's, it's like, the truth. No, no, we got to know you. Yeah, we're, right, we're out. We're, we don't feel this way anymore. <laughs> well, that's the thing because we think that everyone that has swiped right, like that we, everyone that we've swiped right on, we would fuck them indefinitely. Uh-huh. So okay. we're, th- we're taking the thoughts in our head and putting them on you. Wow, that's fascinating. It's the truth. I believe you. So, so what these guys are saying, so they're not saying you would, but they're saying, I think you, you would in the past, so this makes this conversation more fun. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to come back to it because here's what the hardest thing, any economics book will tell you that keeping on old employees is cheaper than hiring a new one. <laughs> yeah. So these guys don't have the ability or the money or the time to go open up new women who would want to fuck them mm-hmm. because also, again, they're in a relationship so they can't find out for sure. They can't go to a bar and meet someone new. So they go back to the old ones who they still believe would fuck them, who have said they would fuck them, doesn't mean they still want to, but in their minds they believe that, and they're gonna have this safe adventure. Mm-hmm. So it sucks to be this person. I, I hear what she's saying. She's like, she's getting bummed out by it because it's like, why me? What do they think of me? It's not, but I would say to her to try and comfort her, they're not like, ooh, I got this floozy. Right, right, right. They're just, you're just someone who has shown interest in the past. That and if you're if these people are in their late 30s, you're also like somebody who's still single in their late 30s. Right. Like you're probably going to answer and like there aren't that many. You know what I mean? Like right. have you do you know John Fish's joke mm-hmm. about uh about um like he, him, him being on the dating apps in his 40s. Mm-hmm. It's all these women who have who are divorced. Right. So when they say like, why are all the good ones taken? It's like, they'll be back. I knew that. Yeah. I knew the joke. You were yeah, gonna, yeah. yeah. He, and it's very funny and it's true. And here's the other thing about what's going on here. There's levels to it. So there's very nice levels where it's like, just talking to you is the excitement this person needed. Mm-hmm. Then there's the more, you know, the other levels where it's the guys basically trying to talk to you enough that you make the move so that they don't get blamed for making the move and then they get the choice of whether they cheat or not. So this conversation really can either stay here and waste my time, Ville, or become more destructive to our lives, Ville. Yeah. So if I'm this person, and, and I agree with them, you can have relationships with people that are of the opposite sex. Like that's, Of course you can. Um, I agree with them that you can, you know, have relationships with the opposite sex if they're in other relationships. This is 100%. 100%. It's the nature of these happening in the back alleys of social media where they have a little bit to be like, like if their wife said, who are you talking to on Facebook? Oh, we went to high school together. We've known each other a thousand years. I was just checking in with them. They have a excuse that's kind of, you know iron clad right yeah but if the but it sounds like these conversations are like bordering on like emotional cheating of course and like stuff that these people wouldn't tell their significant or one person i shouldn't say like people but if i was if i'm any woman getting messages from like people from the past i say this I, I res- because you don't want to be a bitch, so to speak. That's like, I guess that matters to people. It wouldn't matter to me. I'd be like, I just wouldn't answer. Well, that's because you're just like such a jock. I'm such a jock. That's what we do. <laughs> us, us cool kids don't care what people think right. about us. But if you care about what someone thinks about, it, and if you're like, I do enjoy this person, it would right. be nice to reconnect with them publicly. Just do it publicly. And, and here's what you do. You say, hey, so cool of you to reach out. Um, I don't have time to get back to you now with my life update, but I see that you're with someone. I would love to get lunch or dinner or a drink with you and your significant other. Just give me a few dates and we'll figure it out. That's great. Boom. That's so smart. And now it's like you're being agreeable. You're being a good person. You're being a good person. Also, you're single. You mm-hmm. want to meet 
maybe they have friends that yeah. they could introduce you to. You know, as far as like, you know, giving yourself, like everyone talks about like, oh, all my friends are married. Okay, well, you just need those married friends to like think of you. Now you got a new woman that could like, you know, pitch you out. Like as far yeah. as like incentives are concerned, people in their 30s are looking to like meet other people in their 30s that know other people in their 30s. Yeah, and look, if you liked him at one point and he's now with another person and he had liked you, chances are you're going to like the person he's with right. now, right? Like you probably yeah. have a lot in common. Absolutely. And if you can all be adults and put that aside, then it's great. But it takes three people to be adults. Mm-hmm. So if there's one child, this will never work. So if she's a child because she can't handle like an ex from high school, right. it's not going to work. If he's a child because he's looking to hook up with you or get his you know mental rocks off by talking to you, right. then it won't work. And if you're a child and you're like, well, I don't want to be seen as whatever then it won't work for you so this is a kind of a strategy to get out of this and i would say to anyone why do these men reach out you are an adventure you unlock you know you bring a video game in their brain that they get to play and they get to play in the land i i mean i don't get this with how do i get this i get this in you know when this happens to me hmm. when I go to a party, I always have the person who's saddest come to me. <laughs> is that why I'm attracted to our friendship? Right. This is, I am just the sad. Be- well, I think what happens is, is all these people chose a very normal version of life. And then we come into a party and it's like comedian who made a different choice, went in a different direction. Sure. They go, oh, I could tell them anything. Right. Well, and... I, I don't know if these people at these parties like know you from your standup, mm. but there is also that thing of like, we get up and we reveal stuff, right? We right. like talk Absolutely. about, we tell our secrets and we're vulnerable in a very controlled way. Mm-hmm. But other people then feel like they can be vulnerable to you. Totally. You say these things, so you won't, how could you judge right. me? Yeah. I mean, that happens after shows too. Like just yeah. random people. Hey man, um, and then they'll say things that, you, and you're like, "Oh, that's horrific! I don't, <laughs> like, J Train. I can't po- relate to right, that I can't at relate all. At all. J Train Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Shelby, do we have time left for one more? What are we What are we working with right now? We do. We do. Okay, so one more, two more. What are we thinking? One more. Okay, I'm gonna give. This is gonna be dealer's choice or Ooh, okay. your choice on title. You got a choice between two. Okay. Can I talk to my can I talk my new boyfriend out of getting a vasectomy? Okay. Or mom BFF versus the boyfriend. These are juicy. Definitely vasectomy. Okay. We'll push the BFF one to the next epi. Jared, I became a fan of the J Train podcast earlier this year, and I'm so glad I did. It truly gets me through the commute to work, slow, slow, and slow work days. I'm also looking forward to seeing you in Springfield, Missouri this weekend. So I've already been there. Thank yeah. you for coming. I hope uh, maybe the boyfriend was there with his his pee that is either working or not working. I have a question for you. Can I ask my boyfriend to rethink getting a vasectomy? For some background, my boyfriend and I met on Hinge in March and have been officially dating for about three months now. He's 25, I'm 23, so still pretty young and nowhere near having kids. Super young. This is the healthiest relationship I've been in and I'm very happy. We connect in a lot of different ways, openly communicate and have discussed the future, but mostly related to our career goals, places we'd like to travel, never marriage and kids, etc. However, recently he threw me a curveball when we were hanging out over the weekend following the Supreme Court's overturning of Roe versus Wade. He mentioned that he'd like to take birth control into his own hands and wants to get a vasectomy love and appreciate that he supports women number one ally lol (laughs) but but this freaked me out well they're also in missouri which is like the most one of the most stringent i actually joked about this while in springfield and there's like you have to drive far to get like you have to go to illinois yeah and i i joked about it there and basically on that subject like they have a place called the come and go that's like a it's like a convenience store and it's spelled c-o-m-e it's spelled (laughs) k-u-m and go and i said that was a prophecy for the state yeah like if you come here you better go yeah and i understand the fear in this guy 
Yeah, I so far I I do I appreciate this man. Right. I mean this so, is an empathetic man. Right. Love and appreciate these sports women, number one ally of well, but this freaked me out because that's a pretty uh, permanent decision. Vasectomies, while they can be reversed, are meant to be a permanent form of sterilization. And a lot of time, there is no guarantee that a man will be able to have children after it's reversed. Thank you, Google, for that info, as most of my info prior to this came from the office. When he said, snap, 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 right. snap. When he said this, I was shocked and didn't really know how to respond. I think I made a joke of some sort and we moved on. But the more I think about it, I feel like it calls for a larger, deeper discussion. I didn't think we were ready for it. We've only been together for a short period of time, but so far I've had no uh, reason to think that this couldn't turn into a long-term relationship. I, I know that generally I'd like to get married someday and maybe have kids. While I'm not 100% sure I'd like to have kids at this point in time, I would definitely like to be an option down the line, say in mm-hmm. my early 30s. We get it. Also, birth control doesn't affect me negatively, thankfully, and I'm very responsible about it, so I'm happy to be the one in charge of the birth control method in our relationship. I guess it all boils down to, does him saying he wants to get a vasectomy mean that he never wants kids? And if so, does that mean that we're just not a match since I'd like to ha- leave that option open to having kids down the road? Does this mean have uh, we have to have the marriage and kids talk already, even though our relationship is still pretty new and we're relatively young? How would you go about bringing it up? Lastly, is it fair for me to ask him to reconsider this pretty permanent decision at least while we're dating since it would potentially be a decision that impacts both of our futures although i didn't definitely don't think don't want him to change his thoughts and future wants based on my feelings towards his as i respect that he might just feel completely differently than me on the matter and it could be a deal breaker but i hope that's not the case would love your wise advice on this thank you and she writes sniff snap sniff snap sniff snap <laughs> yeah. what do you think okay one of two things is happening okay Either he does not want kids, okay. period. Yeah. In which case, like, if you do, if you're open to that possibility, like, yeah, you do have to end it. I'm so mm. sorry. I know he seems great. The other thing that could be happening is, like, he's very young. 25 mm. is very young. Yep. This huge thing in our country just happened. Mm-hmm. And he, without really thinking of the consequences, is feels the urge to do something drastic feels Mm -hmm. the urge to feel like he is helping and i think (coughs) for a lot of men a lot like the good men in Mm -hmm. our society right now it is like what do i do how do i help right i'll add a third onto that is that he's looking to fuck other women oh that i don't know that didn't really cross my mind that's such an extreme drastic thing to do just to fuck other women. Well, I I think the control aspect, that's why I came to that Uh third option where it's like, if he's looking, like, I guess if it's just her, to me, I'm like, you guys can have a discussion. Like, the way she talked about birth control, like, I'd be like, okay, I understand this. Um, It's, I don't know, you you can't have that discussion with everybody. Right. You know, and I I don't know, I, I... I guess, you know, the first two options that you bring up are totally, you know, I, I yeah, wanting to do something, be a part of it. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's um, they absolutely have to talk. Like, yeah. you don't even have to talk about marriage. No, but you do have to talk about kids, right? And you have to talk about where is this coming from. It, it, you know, if mm-hmm. he's like it's Rover's way, then this is a drastic decision. Yeah. If it's I never want to have kids, just like you said, like okay, you're not going to really get past mm-hmm. that. That's those are two people with two different goals in life. Right. That's okay. Um. Or third option, mm-hmm. you guys do have kids down the line, but like you go to a sperm bank, and he's right. not the biological father. If he's okay with that, if you're okay with that, then like. That yeah, can be. The it, it it is interesting how early this is. Like you know. Again, the marriage thing doesn't have to be a topic of discussion. I understand where he's coming from because you go, as far as control is concerned. Mm -hmm. Because you go, you know, there's a lot of people that are like, why isn't there a male birth control? It's like, yeah, I fucking take it. Yeah. Yeah, To have have a little bit more, you know, thought in the matter, Mm -hmm. you know, like... I think this is an extreme thing. I think she's got to talk to him. I, And I think it doesn't have to be about kids. Like it can, I mean, it is about kids, but it's like, <laughs> what's, I think it's about sex. Mm. Like why, you know, also, are you two using condoms? Like to me, I would take it a little personally. Like if I were her, I'd be like, 
do you think you're going to get me pregnant? Do you not like trust me to do the pill? Do you, are you where in this equation? I mean, yeah, I'm a big condom user because of stress when it comes to sex, as far as like not having like uh, not having a, a decision in the game. Okay. When I was in a long-term relationship and they were on the pill, um, we would have sex with no condom. Yeah. And I didn't even feel comfortable with that. Really? In the beginning. And then I was totally comfortable with it. And then when we got out of a relationship and I was like back to condoms again, I was like stressed out about using condoms. I'm like, how is this possible? Right. Like I was so okay here. And that comes down to trust and knowing, Mm -hmm. having had those conversations when you're having a one. That's why I went down to like the he wants to have sex with multiple people thing because I don't stress about this when I'm with a partner I know that we've been able to have these conversations. When you're in a position where you're having casual sex or with different people, then you start going, well, I have, I'm out of this discussion completely. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it just, it seems like such an extreme response, but then again, it's an extreme response to an extreme event. Totally. Yeah, you're right. So I don't, I don't know. I mean, I haven't, I have a very different relationship with birth control, which is like, I have an IUD. I'm like very sensitive to hormone changes. Mm. Like even that, like I still feel crazy. So if, if my husband, if we had decided like, we don't want to have kids and he was like, I'll get a vasectomy. I thank God. Like, please like just, (laughs) yeah, absolutely. Snip, snip, snap. Yeah. Um, but cause we're not, we're not using condoms. You know what I mean? Like right. we haven't, it's been so, he's also like when I met him, he was already so old and like, not like old, old, but it's <laughs> yeah. just like any help as Dick can get. Like mm-hmm. I, we don't, we don't need a, a barrier. Um, I don't know that. I, I really think like, I, I want to know like what conversations have they already had? Mm-hmm. What kind of sex are they like? What kind of like safe sex practices are they already using? And like, yeah, they just, the answer is like, you guys have to talk about you gotta it. Talk about you it. have to listen right back in. Let us know what happened. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Ariel Elias. Thank you for coming on. Fantastic. Thanks for having me. It was everyone, very fun. everyone go follow at Ariel underscore comedy. We're here every Monday. Keep sending your emails. J train podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back next episode. Boom.